Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there. Hi everybody and welcome back to Coffee in the Crowd. I'm Abigail Hobbs and I have an exciting, exciting conversation for you today. We have Quinn and Kyle here with the Non-Permitted Project. They're going to be talking with us about uh, the cool things they're doing in the community. You're gonna to get to hear a little bit about Kyle's story and um, whatever else he wants to share with us. <laughs> I met, um, let me think. So I met with Kyle and Quinn a few weeks ago, wasn't it? What was it? I think it was two weeks ago. Two, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd heard about, um, he's, uh, well, I guess it's a, Sorry, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna screw this up in the beginning. Transitioning to a nonprofit, yep. correct? Okay, so he's he's starting a nonprofit, and um, I I'd seen kind of some of his stuff on social media and uh, wanting to help out with mental health and things, and I thought this is really really cool. So we got to have a have coffee together and connect in town, and now they're gonna come out here and have coffee with me today in the corral. And if you're watching the video, you can see Zell. She's oh, wow. loving all over Quinn and Kyle. She's yeah. literally has her face tucked between the two of them you are a pretty pony <laughs> she, <laughs> she loves them she's like please take me home <laughs> no you can't leave me <laughs> so <laughs> i know we have to watch out quinn's quinn is gonna sneak out while we're podcasting here and him and zell are gonna go off have some fun together so uh thanks everybody for coming back and thank you kyle and quinn thanks for coming out and um joining me today of course thanks for having me awesome so let's just let's jump right in and talk about a little bit about what is the non-permitted project our biggest thing is we're providing a safe place for expression and pr providing resources for those in need them in the community um, pretty straightforward we just happen to do a lot of things with it okay tell us some of the things like so what got you into this maybe maybe take us back a little bit and, and explain like where and how long of this is like how long you've been this is third year in operation third year in operation okay we uh one of the reasons we started um i am a musician i have always been on stage or been in settings where i'm in front of people talking or performing and getting up on stage and performing is was one of the the, the things that kept me going through some of my hardest times mm -hmm. making music making my expression gotcha. so we originally started as a place to just provide musicians or artists or anybody any median that has an expression okay as a somewhere to showcase it but wow. okay in doing so it kind of created a um, opening for us in the community uh, we were having people come to us and ask about different resources uh, asking if they were available hmm. or uh, what what they could do or what they needed to do to reach xyz yeah and uh in that first year we really um really took off on trying to find our niche hmm. okay every, every year we've Honed it in a little bit more. Honed it in a little bit more okay. and came back the next year bigger and better. Awesome. Well, your website's incredible. Why, thanks. It took me like two or three hours to make. <laughs> Why so long? <laughs> Good grief. Yeah, Shut up. There's, there's, a, it's a, there's an awesome uh, web, website design platform that you can use. Um, but... It seems like you have a lot of stuff I noticed on your website. You have a lot of mm -hmm. uh, things that you offer people. 
Absolutely. And, and like you said, a lot of resources mm-hmm. and, and people that are sponsoring you and see the value in what you're mm-hmm. doing. Um, what are some of those things? So for context, some of the things that we do as we do um, open mics, Okay. Uh, we do community jam night where that sounds fun. It, it really is fun. We'll get seven, eight, ten different instruments to Watch come your out. Watch coffee there. Uh, I was oh trying to no. steal <laughs> my cider. Oh, his cider. Uh, we uh, hi, you're a pretty pony. <laughs> and um, the community jam night is. I have this, some music and songs that are simple, three chords or easy and you pick something uh, simple and, and there's several of us that have been music instructors in the past oh, wow. and so we're able to if somebody shows up and they have never played with anybody before but they really want to yeah we can teach them three chords really quickly and then jam together and then jam together <gasps> there's and, there's and, something special about playing oh, music wow. with people and then sometimes uh, if it's only like a three verse song We'll do it for 15 minutes awesome. just so that they get, I get a chance to say, I played oh. with it with other people. Yes. You know, there is such a healing component to music. Like, uh, poor Kyle, he can't Hello. see right now. That's okay. Zell is literally on his face. That's Zell. okay. I'll redirect. <laughs> <laughs> Zell is trying to hug Kyle from the back and he can't see anything. Go, going for my cider. <laughs> she is going yeah. for the cider. Now she's been she's been frisking Quinn for potatoes all morning. <laughs> <laughs> Never should have had that rosemary <laughs> potatoes. That's right. She'll track you down. Um, there's this beautiful healing component to music and, and I have grown up with music and I love playing music and that's been one of the things like has helped me mm-hmm. through some difficult areas of my life. Absolutely. And so now you, here you are in the community offering this beautiful platform for people to, is it free? They come and... Absolutely. There's only one or two ticketed events throughout the year. One of them is our annual back to school bash. Cool. And most of the proceeds go back to other local nonprofits. Wow. The past year we we, uh, partnered with Foster Adopt Connect. Oh, cool. As well as the ROCC or The Rock. Yeah. And um, it's... It's our signature event. Hmm. We may do one or two um, ticketed shows for touring musicians that are coming through the area on tour. Okay. And um, we just want them to be able to afford to continue on to their next spot. Yeah. So Sharing that goodness yeah. with everybody else. And uh, even if we don't have anybody coming, we allocate some funds so that they will at least get gas money to the next location. Wow. That is amazing. So you offer, people can come and jam with you guys, Mm -hmm. uh, play music, even learn to play music. It sounds like you'll teach them something simple. Zell, space. I have my flag today. And we don't we don't just do music. Yeah, tell us what else do you do? We we have what we call night of expressions where we have local artists or craft hobbyists or somebody who's got a um, more of a design expression. Oh wow. And we host it in the back of Joplin Avenue Coffee Company most of the time. And uh, cool. we let them come sh- show their art for the first time and if they have some sales that night that's awesome. We don't ask anything in return we don't charge for those booths we just let them 
come hang out, show their art, maybe for the first time. Wow. Um, several of them can't get into art venues because they don't hit the criteria. Oh, goodness. Okay. And so we want to make sure that they're being seen. Offer, offer a place for mm -hmm. this, which in art is one of those other healing things. Absolutely. That is so beautiful. Yeah, you told me when we talked, um, met for coffee a couple weeks ago, you were telling me about how you did a like a coloring night or something. Yeah, that was our last event. How'd that uh, go? It went pretty well. Our, um, our co-chair, Angela, okay. she printed off some coloring sheets, some fall-themed coloring sheets, and uh, brought colored pencils and crayons and just hung out, talked, and colored. Mm. And uh, it was very needed. And I enjoyed it a lot because I got to kind of let my brain disconnect from the oh, yeah. troubles, and I just yep. got to follow the lines. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy how that simple thing mm -hmm. can be like, ah. Oh. I needed that so much. And then we also do just community hangout nights and I will have a list of resources. I have a running list of resources and we just go hang out either Joplin Avenue or Bookhouse Cinema and uh, we hang out and uh, if somebody comes and wants to talk to us mm. or just hang out, they're more than welcome to. This mm. is mine. Sure. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, you don't get all the drinks. She thinks all the hot drinks belong to her. Well, this isn't even hot anymore. <laughs> so, jokes on you. Um, but it's one com community hangout night. We only had one person show up. Mm. But they actually walked away with a couple of resources mm -hmm. that they didn't even know was available in the community. And every person matters. Every person matters. And that's what I love about what you're doing is, is like, it's not just, well, we're only going to do this if we can get, you know, 100 to 500 people to show up. So otherwise it's right. not worth our time. Some of the events, um, we, we honestly, Sometimes I have trouble getting it out until like a couple of weeks before mm. the event because yeah. busy, busy lives. Right. And uh, there's been a couple of events where it's just us board members mm. and we get time to hang out and talk to each other. And it's a uh, impromptu board meeting sometimes. <laughs> and uh, we kind of get to just hang out and exist without specific yes. items on the agenda. Yeah. If it, we talk about it, great. If not, we can just hang out and spend time together spend time together and that's really important too absolutely so you know you meant you mentioned like you know for the mental health and just all of these things are pointing so beautifully to you know like giving people the space and the opportunity to heal in whatever way mm -hmm. is honoring to them yep. and whatever helps them mm -hmm. So, I personally don't believe that there is one end-all be-all to mm. mental health, quote, fix. Right. Uh, mental health injuries affect everybody different. Yeah. Just like um, if you break your ankle, it might take you three weeks to get over it. It might take me six months to get over mm. it. It might take somebody years to get over yep. it. Yep. And you'll feel it forever. Yep. And so it's kind of the same thing. It's mental health injuries and mental health everybody has a different take and everybody has a different response yes and everyone needs something like you're saying everybody needs something different so mm -hmm. offering all these all of these different opportunities is a really valuable thing can you tell me a little bit about your journey with mental health and kind of what get what, what's driving you what's the passion what's your story that drives you to do what you do because just so you know people um kyle's not like sitting around like making lots of money working on the unpermitted project 
he runs <laughs> a lot of he runs his own business right construction mm -hmm. business yep. extremely busy um, and it, it seems to be this way a lot of at least with with people and, and I relate to this but like you know starting these sort of things they come out of our passion and we do it on top of all the other things that Absolutely. we're trying to juggle and so there's something that's what I love about this is like it comes out of you know somebody healing within themselves and then they turn around and go I want other people to be able to have the resources I want other people to be able to have the connections there there was a point in time where I lost several people very very close to me mm. uh, one to suicide and two others to um, different <sighs> different types of death <laughs> okay yeah um, and it it hit me hard and it's I had to essentially reprogram my brain and mm. at that point in time I didn't feel comfortable talking to anybody else about it mm. and so I had to go and do the hard digging and hard research myself mm. and came to the realization that I can either learn to live with myself while hating myself mm. or I can choose every day to make a step forward so that I can help somebody else who's going through that. Wow. My, if I can help one person a year, hmm. I've helped one person a year, and that's my- That's one more person. That's one more person. That wouldn't have been helped. Mm -hmm. How many years was that, you know, between like these dramatic events in your life to where you were able to be in a place, because you said you had the searching and looking, you didn't have the help that you're trying to give people now. You know, how many years went Lapse between that to now where you are like waking up every day saying I'm gonna keep moving forward because I'm Paving a path for people started in I'd say 2016 Okay, and still to this day. I choose to get up every morning put my my next step forward mm. Some days are some days are hard. Yeah um, other days are don't even think about it mm. but I think it's a, it's a conscious conscious decision for myself yes to continually to do that because I on the price mm. and if you're it's very self-gratifying to know that you're doing you're trying to be the best for yourself mm. and trying to help other people be the best for themselves mm. and we don't we don't care what walk of life you lead we don't care your sexual orientation religion we we've got resources and we care about you mm. we we might be on opposing viewpoints on things but in the end we care about you we love you we want to bridge that gap mm. and because it takes a village not just to raise a child but to help each other yes to be there and create so you're creating this network um the, <clears throat> just like thinking about all of your experiences and how they've brought you to where you are now who whoa horse is getting a little worked up over here i'm sure sometimes it's hard to know what it started it <laughs> but it's usually a ripple effect one horse does something the rest of them go ah it's a free gun. And look, Zal that ran, ran backwards. Was it? Yeah. That one. Okay. Uh -huh. I watched it happen. <laughs> we said, yeah. She is the. Uh, her name's Rayanna, the Mustang. She is the boss mm -hmm. of everybody. So when she talks, usually it just. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, and Zal ran and hid behind Kyle and Clint. <laughs> she ran and just started to save me. I always had to be like, you, you cannot oh, jump wow. in my lap. I cannot hold you. You're like a thousand pounds. So you can try. I'll die trying. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn for sure. I was about to say that. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. Here, <laughs> see what happens. Simba. <laughs> um, so what are some of the ways you mentioned, you know, like live hating yourself and learn to love yourself? Tell me some of the ways, because this is, I feel like, um, you know, a, a, huma, a struggle for, for humanity mm -hmm. is to learn to love ourselves. Tell me, tell me, like, what are some of the ways that you have taught yourself to live that in your daily practice, mm -hmm. in your life every day? Like, how does that play out for you? Um, so I've always uh, struggled with my... Um, that's, along the lines of personal identity hmm. so I my appearance and that nagging feeling in the back of my head that nobody wants me around wow so whenever I would go hang out with different groups I would always and involuntarily I would make myself the odd man out on occasion hmm. I always thought of myself as that wallflower hmm. Um, Not really belonging, but just there. Right. And okay. whether it be appearance or thought of somebody talking behind my back or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think we all we all have that that phase. Yes. Or, and sometimes it's not a phase. Sometimes it carries with you. Yeah. And so one thing that I did for a long time was I would stand in front of the mirror and I would compliment different features on myself. Awesome Until idea. I learned to not hate them. Are they are they my absolute favorite? Sometimes not, mm. but other times, yeah. So it's like rewiring your brain. That's rewiring what you're doing your because you I had this negative as, messaging. I think of it as neuro pathways. Yep. And it, it's just like a um, like a, a a trail. Yep. And like a four wheel trailer or. You got your two. You got your two wheels going down this this trail. Yeah. And over time, it rains and the, the it turns from trail to ruts. Hmm. And the hardest thing is once you get stuck in a rut is to get out of that rut safely. Oh. You can throw yourself out of the safely. rut safely. Interesting. And you can throw yourself in a completely different direction, do a complete 180, but you wind up hurting a lot of people in the process. Oh my God. Or even yourself. I've never thought about that, Kyle. That's Be really cool. Because if you do a complete 180, are you really doing it for yourself? Mm. Or are you just... Like a reaction, or is it just a yeah. reaction? Yeah. Oh. Wow. And so whenever you think about it, if you start to gently work yourself out of that rut, you're kind of filling it in behind you as you go. Yeah. Do you slip back in? Absolutely. Sure. We're human. Yeah. We, we have brains and we have emotions and we're going to slip back in the rut. You, you can be 12, 13 years down in therapy and think you can be a whole completely different person than you were, but something triggers you and you slip, right back. You slip back, yeah. but you don't stay. Hmm. So you have, I think you have you, tools for getting out. Like, you know how to, you have to gently get yourself out huh. by surrounding yourself with people who care about you, hmm. um, who are constantly trying to get you to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Push you towards continual yeah. self-growth. Build, be around people who build you up, not who tear you down. Hmm. Um, for instance, I threw myself into networking and wanting to be involved in the community to see what community needs, see how I can help other people. And in doing so, I'm kind of helping myself. Yes. Uh, it's yeah. always been a passion of me to help other people. Yeah. I'll move mountains for people. Mm. Um, one of my rules, not necessarily a rule, one of the things that I that I do is I will I'll move a mountain for you if you come to me and you ask me to help move this mountain. That mountain's getting moved one way or another, mm. but I want to see some some self-starting on you. I want to see some skin in the game. Yep. Because I put all my skin in the game. Yep. Every day I wake up, all of my skin's there. Yes. And I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn would be kind of disturbed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's an expectation of everybody is trying to go this way. Hmm. It comes a point in t time where you're going to plateau. Okay. There's nothing wrong with a plateau. Everybody plateaus. Yeah. I'll help you if you have your plateaued. Hmm. But it's if I can if there is continual regression hmm. then I don't know if I can help you because do you want to be helped at that point? Yeah. Because I went down that. Hmm. I was I plateaued, regressed, plateaued, regressed, plateaued, regressed. Hmm. I drank. And it's, it got to a point where I couldn't drink anymore. Mm. My kidneys said no. And, okay. Yeah. And um, I've been in the trenches. Mm. I, I know the trenches very well. And um, as a survivor of suicide, I, I know the look. Mm. There are signs. There are plenty of advance notice and I'm always looking to make sure that mm. I like to walk around with a smile on my face. I like to talk to people when I'm out and about. Mm. I want to make sure that people know that there's there's one person that's rooting for them. Yeah. Or just one decent nice person. Yeah. Because you never know what comment you say to somebody, what way you treat somebody might be the last thing. Hmm. Uh, there's this um, this tendency of us humans in our brain and our emotions that we 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 live for ourselves and we do everything to promote ourselves to do better to do better to do better for ourselves and that's great and all, but don't step over people. Hmm. Don't look down on people. They're living a different walk than you. Yeah. And you don't know the circumstances. Right. And so yep. you can't judge. You don't know their story. You don't know their story. And mm. if you somebody cuts you off in traffic and you yell at them outside the window, maybe they were on their way to in a family emergency mm. or they were on their way somewhere or that might be the thing that just tips it over the edge and they start planning. Yep. I don't want to be that person. Hmm. 
there are there are times where I come across um, cold on occasion hmm. um, or ambitious hmm. I am ambitious I have ambitions I'm human right <laughs> right it's good to be ambitious I, I want to see things thing. go I want to see things move I've always been somebody that makes things happen mover and shaker right yeah <laughs> I've always been able to make things happen um, I don't know where it came from but mm. it's just one of those if you want, it's part if, of your character yeah, if you want something to happen I'll make a couple phone calls let's make it happen yeah uh, even if I don't know the other person I'm calling it's moving somewhere. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and, um, it's forward movement. Yeah, and uh, ah, my train of thought just left me. Ask, <laughs> me. ask me a question. It's time to drink some cider, yes. So, you know, as, as you mentioned, being a sur survivor of, of suicide and you know the look, like, have you been, I mean, I know you've been out in the community, but like, have you seen that? Like, have you been, like, that's just a curious question for me. Like, been out in, in town or whatever and walked by somebody and been like, I, they're not okay. Like, I know that look. Like, you can you see that? Can you tell that? Because like, I can tell when like, I don't know if that person doesn't look like they're okay, but there's things that you have experienced that you would see the signs before somebody else would see it. Um, every person's different. Hmm. And to speak on it as a somebody who, I am not licensed. I am not a trained counselor. I am not trained for these textbook things. Sure. But if. But your experiences are if valuable. You've experienced. It, yeah, that's. There are it's certain, a different level. There are certain resigned looks hmm. on people of the. I am doing collecting my paycheck mm. my home life is not good mm. I am at the grocery store and I'm just trying to get out mm. and something happened the self-checkout doesn't work or they have to use the self-checkout or if there's a long line and they throw everything down and just walk out mm. they're not having a good time mm-hmm would I say that's a tipping point in their life? No, not necessarily. Hmm. I'm saying that whenever they walk out, go home, they probably put on a strong face. Hmm. Yeah. I hear, I, I've heard people talk about before, like, you know, they just, they had no clue what was going on. They had no idea. It was that, you know, felt like to them out of the blue. Yep. But it's, and I don't know if this relates at all. You know, people make comments that aren't, you know, maybe didn't grow up on horses and, and learn about their behaviors. But they'll be like, oh, well, you know, my horse kicked for no reason or it reared up and it threw me off for no reason or it spooked for no reason. It's like, well, actually, if you know about horses, they never do something for no reason. They're not just like, oh, man, I'm bored. Hey, let's right. <laughs> run away and scare everybody or let me dump my owner. You know, like there's always something and we don't see it. Sometimes as riders, like horses have way better eyesight, way better hearing, way better uh, sense of smell. So there's things that we would never even see that they picked up on. And so I'm always like, it's not true. There was something. Mm -hmm. You may never know what it was, but mm -hmm. there was something. Would that be true, you know, for humans also that, that when they're like, well, we didn't see anything. They seemed fine. Everything was for great. Sure. You're not, you're not having the same thought process as them. Hmm. I'm not saying that somebody who is struggling with suicide is irrational, hmm. but I'm also saying that their point of rationality might be skewed 
one way or another based yeah. on mental health injury. Yeah. And so it's, you're already out of balance. Yep. And the blocks keep getting weighed down. And when you're, when you're out of balance and blocks are getting weighed down, sometimes you don't even try to dig yourself out. Hmm. You try to space yourself from other people. Hmm. Or you try to just get things over with. Mm -hmm. Break up with this person. Yell at this person against them to leave me alone. Hmm. Or, okay, I accept everything. Hmm. I resign soon as I resign. Yes. Huh. So I, I think it's, it's different for everybody, but the thought process for myself was I am already down here and I am already screwed up so much hmm. I have screwed up so much that I let everybody down hmm. in my life and so what's one more let down hmm. the, they'll move on people will move on though They'll be able to live with themselves later down the road. Mm -hmm. And if I hurt these people along the way, they don't have to be as attached to me. Hmm. In other words, like you can't keep re-hurting and disappointing them. Yep. Like it just gets it out of the way. Yep. Huh. That's a thought process. And if you don't have people to talk to about it, in your mind, those voices are the only thing that you have. Right? I mean, like, that is the only thing. And so, even if it may be irrational, to you, it's very rational. Because it's what, it's all you have. You can rationalize any thought you have in your head if mm. you try hard enough. Mm. And that's actually why I started the Non-Permitted Project when I did. Mm. I'd, been, I'd been kicking around the idea for a long time of yeah. doing something similar. And um, then COVID hit. Okay. Everybody got locked indoors. Yep. Um, single people got locked in their apartments or the house and they couldn't go see other people. Mm. Um, students were locked in their dorms, couldn't go home. Mm. Parents were locked away from their kids, locked in with each other sometimes. Yeah. And abusers were locked in with the abusees. Mm. And I could list and list and list and list. I believe if you didn't struggle with some semblance of mental health, yeah before you did during the lockdown yep during the lockdown there was news media articles about mental health mm. not just 30 second blurbs that run across the bottom of the screen but there was actual articles being written and being produced on air for minutes at a time wow and they were bringing in experts and this was being talked about mm. for the first time ever mm. So, I decided it was time. Wow. That pendulum was swinging. And pendulums swing, and they come back. Yep. They swing the other direction. So, while it's swinging, the goal is to take that pendulum. Yeah. And as my dad would say, chuck it out in the yard. <laughs> and uh, we've already started to see a slight swinging backwards. Hmm. Um mental health is becoming a taboo subject again really um it's, it's becoming a um a weapon 
in the political fields. Wow. For to pit one against the other. It's a shame. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are a shame, but it, it's the truth and it happens. So, and, and that's where the name came from, right? Tell us about the name. The Non-Permitted Project. Mental health mm. was a taboo subject and it was not permitted to be spoken about. Mm. You had to go talk to people for that. You had to go see somebody for that. You had to go to this group to talk about that. Yes. I, I'm not here to talk to you about that. Yeah. I don't want to know your dirty details in your life. Mm. I want to be able to walk into a coffee shop and uh, maybe I was meeting you for the first time or maybe the second time and I, I, want, to, I want to straight up and ask, say, hey, how are you? How's your family? How's your kids? How is your mental health? Hmm. Not how's that one thing that you're dealing with? Yeah. Are you getting, are you seeing somebody getting taken care of? Right. Like this awkward, shameful, but like there's this thing, this uncomfortable thing. Mm -hmm. hmm. So the non-permitted project, we talk about non-permitted subjects. Hmm. We do everything from uh, religious um, events. Mm. Um, I actually, we sponsored uh, one of EDI's, Equity, Diversity, Inclusion. Okay. Uh, one of their events um, a couple months ago. Cool. And uh, we brought in a, um, a uh, I forgot the exact title, but he was essentially a teacher in the Islamic mm. um, faith. Really? And brought him in to this, our uh, quarterly events called Courageous Conversations. Cool. And I prepped him before going in. The whole, the whole reason for it was, I want you to explain who you are, what your religion is, what are the myths about your religion, mm. and what you do to help people. Awesome. And we had, um, at, at the round table, we had several different people that had no idea about any of the things that he had spoken to. They had only understood the extreme radical side of things. Yes. Not, yep. not what the everyday mm. um, believer does. Yeah. And so huh. it was a great experience. And, yeah. And uh, we were able to have some really good conversations at the end. And uh, he actually, he stopped at one point and he said, over there, overseas, you see all of these these crazy things happening in the name of Islam, and this is all wrong. This goes directly against the teaching, hmm. and we don't stand for it. Wow. This is not who we are. Hmm. This is a group, select group of people, skewing and destroying it. Wow. And so it gives it a bad name, and people uh, don't understand absolutely. it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I love how, you know, you talk about like, we are for helping people. People is anybody. Like you just said, yep. being a human. It's a matter of what you believe, who you are, how you identify, like just humans. And what a beautiful gift that is because it seems to be that <laughs> this world is so much about categorizing people, mm -hmm. separating people, labeling people. You know, it's and, and to be able to be like, can we do away with all of that and be people that are just trying to take care of each other, and and that can 
connect, mm -hmm. uh, you know, in these spaces and connect where, you know, like with the mental health thing, I think about it as like, there's so much shame, like you said, and taboo with that subject. And, but I think the reality is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the reality is like, mental health is not something that just some people struggle with mental, we all have mental health. At one point or another in our life, you, you will struggle with something, whether it be a breakup, right? A, a divorce, yep. A child telling you that they hate you, yep. Out of anger, they don't hate you, but it triggers something inside you, yep. And your friend, let telling you that you're worthless mm. because you got an argument, or that they were never really your friend. So, to say that mental injury and mental health only affects a tiny, tiny portion of the populace, I think is... Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's bullshit for yeah. sure. And, and that's why I think that the, the, one of the leading problems is because it's a taboo subject and we feel so much shame and there's not places to talk about it or people to talk to without feeling like, you know, you have to hide it. You have to go find a, a therapist or a counselor, but you don't want everybody else to know because then they're going to look at you weird. Right. But I'm like, aren't we all here just struggling in life to find our way? And sometimes we get in really deep, dark spots, but that doesn't make us different from anybody else. We all hit those things, like you said, you know, in, in different ways, but we're all like just struggling to figure out how to live life the best that we can. I think it takes more courage. Hello. It's always bad. I think it takes more courage to admit that you're struggling with something than it does just bury it and move on. Absolutely. Because you can only bottle things for so long. Yes. And it will come out when you least expect it. Yes. And it'll come out like a monster. And it will. That is so true. Um, Brene Brown talks about vulnerability and just how, you know, courageous it is and brave. Like, that's what true bravery is, is being vulnerable. But, you know, our society teaches us to hide it and mask it and to, I'm fine, everything's good, we're okay. And that's why we're all dying. Like, that's why we're all suffering. Mm -hmm. Because we're all trying to pretend like we're okay. Well, that's not the truth. Can we just be truthful? Like, it's hard. I'm having right. a shitty day. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I've had shitty days too. Like, come hang out with me, like you're saying. Come color with me. Right. Come play some music. Just come hang out. You know, we don't, and I do think there's like, I mean, there's a lot of value to, to therapy, but as equal value to being connected to people that just make you feel valuable and realize I am valuable. It's worth living. Yeah. Um, you can crack the, the mental health jokes around those kinds of people. <laughs> <laughs> Which is always great. Right, right. You know, that thing that sits on the back of your head that you're just like, I want to say it. Am I in the right area to say it? Yes. I'm going to say it. <laughs> and then they will either take it one way or a complete other way. There's no in between. It's that the, feeling safe to be yourself. Right. Without trying to be this thing that you feel like people want you to be. And then mm -hmm. you can't show these other parts of you. Like we all have these other parts of us. But, but that's what I feel like is this incredible thing that the non-permitted project is offering is here's these spaces and they're all different spaces and you can pick and choose what works best for you but here are these spaces where you can be you mm -hmm. and we're we're not gonna you know come and sabotage you and ask you a bunch of questions and make you uncomfortable you can be with us you can belong you can feel a part of us and if you want to talk like we're here one of our events we had there is a, a photographer that showed up for a news channel and uh, he asked if if we could take pictures and I made sure everybody at the table was comfortable with the pictures and if they weren't 
none of us were getting our pictures taken. Wow. Somebody wasn't. So what I did was I went over to the side and did the interview over there away from everybody. Wow. So what happens at our events stays at the events. What we talk about stays there. We we don't we are not HIPAA and all of those. Mm -hmm. We don't have all of those. Um, but to me it's integrity. Yeah. It's what you tell me stays with me. Mm. What you tell the table stays at the table. Mm. If there is ever an event where a um, a board member let tells tells somebody something after they they were approached by mm. an individual, there is action set in place mm. to reprimand and take care of the issue. Awesome. Because we all are bound by our word yep. and integrity to if you come to us with a need we will help you meet that need mm. and we're not going to broadcast that need wow yes so it's a safety providing this this real safetyness where people don't like you said have to be afraid of well what's going to you know are you exposing my dirty laundry yep. is my picture going to be in social media yep. All these things that are super important that, that just get brushed over, you know, I mean, out in society, just who cares? Just yep. get run over. That's a really beautiful, Kyle. Like, that's incredible. We just partnered with a Unitas Care Network. Okay. And um, the, all the resources that are provided through there are protected by, by HIPAA. Really? And all, all 40 of the other acronyms. Wow. And um, it's if you need rental assistance utility assistance mm. mental health medication you need a primary care doctor if you did anything um, there hasn't been one thing on that network that i haven't that we haven't been able to connect mm. we're going to be having a link and a new um, page on our website specifically for intake forms and you fill out that intake form we file that claim and uh, it gets processed to different referral partners who best fit the criteria for the need. Wow. Um, I get to see the process, see yeah. how it's going. I don't get to see exactly what services are being provided, okay. but I get to see that you're being taken care of at each platform. And if it sits, sits stagnant for a week or two, yeah. I'm gonna reach out and make sure that you're still being taken care of wow. so that we can get things moving. That's All of incredible. that is protected under HIPAA. Wow. And what was that called again? That the Unitas Care Unitas. Network. Wow. Incredible. How, how do you manage? Here's my question. How do you manage this on top of running your own construction company? Um, it doesn't take as much time as a lot of people think. Hmm. Um, I... The way my ADHD brain works is my brain's always working on something. <laughs> and so if it needs I'm, something to work yeah, on. If I'm painting and rolling and this is very boring, I want to think about this thing over here and it has nothing to do with painting. And um, You're planning your next event or your connections. And um, it's honestly with delegations now with the set board and everything. Awesome. Maybe three to five hours a week. Awesome. And with things are so streamlined now yeah. that it's if we get a message, it sends it directly to uh, our email and a couple phones, and we get to address it right 
we can address it right then and there wow. and get the thing get the ball rolling within five minutes wow it, it doesn't take 30 minutes to to do everything it just boom 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 and it goes you have it set up and if you guys you guys should make sure you visit um the non-permitted project website because you will see all of this on there they have it set up so beautifully like like kyle said if you can directly message you right like it just shoots yeah. straight to there's, your phone there are three or four different options on that website to direct message there's the if you're on your mobile device on the bottom right hand corner there's a little message box if you type something in there we'll get it there's several links on there the need help need resources right there front and center the first thing that shows up click on that click on it get email gets sent to my phone it gets sent within 15 seconds of being wow. processed and so Gosh. usually it i can say two sentences and it's in my it's in my inbox so if somebody goes on that website and they're like just at a very low place in their life and they just maybe maybe they have enough um, energy mentally to just reach out like a last ditch effort to like send a message like that would I mean you could essentially like that could be the lifeline for sure. a lot of people Absolutely. right away mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be this uncomfortable like you're saying like they're not having to go search and find uh, a therapist and yeah. do that whole process like they can reach out to somebody mm -hmm. that that's gonna keep their information confidential and give them resources immediately yeah. we uh, we are considered a warm line we are hmm. we don't we are not hotline we don't have specific people stationed all the time hours. on the phone, okay. but um, because I I do twenty four hour call for the construction. Okay. And so if there's ever an emergency during construction at three o'clock in the morning, I'm up and moving. Yeah. So my notifications are on. If 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 I get reached out at the middle of the night, I want to address the situation. You're gonna get it. And can I guarantee you every single time? I'm human. I fall asleep, and sometimes I sleep hard <laughs> I've had a long day so I can't guarantee at three o'clock in the morning that I'll be able to answer you but with the United Care platform on that link the intake that's form, another it, I see it's another option there's okay. also at the header and footer of each page on our website mm -hmm. there are three different suicide hotlines that they can call anytime. They can call anytime. It's there's the national suicide hotline. Okay. Um, and all three of the links are direct, one-click links. So you click that link and you are on their page. Gotcha. There's no run around. There's no have to click here, 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 here. It's yeah. One-click links. Drops you to it. Yeah. So there's the national uh, um, suicide hotline. Then there's the Trevor Project, and then there's Christians in Crisis. And any of those, they can. Any of them. Any of them. That's incredible. And uh, and it's it's all over the website. If if you're looking for it, you can find it. Hmm. Um, it's if you are on your mobile device and you go top right corner and you got your three little bars, hit that and it'll drop down, and they are right there as well. Oh wow! So it's that's awesome. It's not just buried. It's, it's not hard to find. It's not hard to find. Yeah, which is so important, you know, because mm -hmm. nobody wants to, especially if you're not feeling too great, to, go, <laughs> to right. go digging all over the internet, you know, to try to figure out what to do. I'd be remiss if I say I'm not a medical professional. <laughs> and uh, if you're experiencing an emergency, please call 911. There you go. But if it is not a life or death yeah. emergency. Yeah. And. But maybe you need somebody right away. You might, see, you might need somebody right away. Yep. 
more than welcome to reach out to us. That's incredible. Who is, do you have, and if you do, who is your mentor? Like, do you have somebody that like, when you're having a rough day, how do you, who do you reach out to? I have a couple different mentors um, for a couple different aspects of my life. Awesome. Um, I don't. So important. I, I think that if you completely rely on all of your mentorship to one person, you only have one point of view. You only have one point of view. <laughs> oh, makes and sense. I love all my mentors, and but they all have. Sometimes they have opposing viewpoints on stuff. Mm. So it's it's your job as the mentee to be able to discern what is best for yourself. Awesome. Your men mentor can talk to Blue in his face and think that this is the way that you need to live your life and this is the way you need to do it. Yes. But if it doesn't strike a chord in your heart and your soul, is it really for you? Right. And so you have more people that you can talk to. That's mm -hmm. incredible because then you're not stuck with, oh, well, now I have to figure it out on my own because this what this other person's saying doesn't feel good to me. Like construction mentor the the or in the construction business side of the um, I'm third generation construction. Hmm. I call my dad I said, Dad, I don't know if I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard those phone calls. I don't know if I'm just <laughs> stupid. Is, is there something that I'm overlooking right here? It, this is going to be way simpler hmm. than I am thinking, and my brain today is overthinking. Yeah. And he said, well, you just do this. Like, Thank you. Of course. <laughs> or, hey, I've got this client, and I don't know if we're going to be able to make this client happy. Hmm. How would you handle this? Awesome. Been around for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when it comes to uh, the other things, I call my mom mm. and uh, say, hey, how would you handle this situation? Uh, she's been in the business world and she is a professor and... Uh, she has different knowledge, different experience. Completely different experience mm. than my dad. Yeah. So I definitely go to her for certain things. Yeah. Like, how would I approach this subject and do this? Yeah. Another mentor of mine and uh, I like... We talk every other week on the phone, at least something. Hmm. Or I just drop in and su surprise and say, hey, <laughs> I got this going on. Hold on, dude. There's uh, Doug Hunt. Oh, my gosh. He's awesome. Uh, I, we just ha we had a phone call last night. And, awesome. Uh, I had, had some questions that I needed an answer. To. Yeah. And um, we're, we're kind of, uh, we help each other. And he loves helping entrepreneurs. Absolutely. He's like all over that, like empowering entrepreneurs Absolutely. in their passions. And he'll give it to you down and dirty. I mean, it's, he'll say, that's stupid. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Why don't well, you I this? thought, now stop thinking that. <laughs> there, there are three different perspectives and all of them are stupid on this. <laughs> And I, like, okay, I appreciate that. And I appreciate every single one of them. Yep. And, uh, or he'll, he'll get you out of your comfort zone like that immediately. Yeah. Say, hey, let's go do this. So, okay, we're going. Here we go. <laughs> I got a phone call from him one day. Hey, can you do this thing at three o'clock today? Yeah, <laughs> I can. <laughs> All right, let's go do it. All right, here we go. <laughs> I might make a l absolute fool of myself, but I will try. <laughs> And we all need those people in our lives that push us out of our comfort zones. It's Absolutely. Like, it's what lights up those the learning centers in our brain. 
which gives us dopamine, it makes us feel better and happier, but it's also scary shit to do things oh, that are out of our comfort I, zone. I can go give a speech at One Million Cups, <laughs> and it'll be my third or fourth time doing it, Yeah. and I will get to one section, and then my brain just... Oh, God. And I'll say, so does anybody have any questions? <laughs> and then I segue back. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, about that. Yeah. Uh, there was one, one million cups where I started with Tracy Construction, and somebody knew me from the Non-Permitted Project. Okay. And um, I, uh, they asked me a question on that, and I kind of looked at the directors, and I was like, can I? And they're like, absolutely, you're the only one today. So, cool, here we go. We're going to dive into this whole thing, throw it, up on, throw it up on the screen, and we're going to dive in here, too. Oh, wow. You just pivot, and boom. Uh, awesome. I like to... Like I said, I like to get things done. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I got, we got a message in the group chat for the Non-Permitted Project, our, our board, and uh, one of them was asking if, if we're going to move forward on a on a project, another community thing. And yeah. I'll say, I said, I'll get it moving. <laughs> That's what I said, right? And um, I'll make it move faster. I'll make it move oh, faster. Okay. That's what I said. Yep. Yeah, and it's uh, moving, but it's not quite fast enough. Within the hour, I had I, I had an answer. Wow. <laughs> I just picked up the phone and said, "Hey, can we?" <laughs> <laughs> That's incredibly awesome. I'm a I'm a big phone caller. If if I need if I need, if there's a thought and it needs to get out of my brain. Yeah. I'm going to forget it in 15, 20 minutes or two minutes and it'll be gone until somebody asks me again two weeks later, hey, did you ever do that? No. <laughs> but I'll do it right now. But now I will. Right now. Or the, if I don't do it right now, it will disappear for eternity. Yep. And, and so. You're smart. I, you know yourself. You're like, I got to do it now. The, if I put this down right now, it will never get done. <laughs> right. Or if I'm sending an email and uh, I have to swipe over to something else and the email disappears. Oh, gosh. That email disappears forever. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next thing. Yep. You're on to the next thing. Absolutely. So, so speaking of being a mover and shaker, what do you have coming up that we can tell the public about and that they can yeah, be so, in on it? So our next uh, two events is the first one is going to be Courageous Conversations. I believe it's this upcoming Tuesday. Mm. Okay. Courageous Conversations. Where is that at? Back of Joplin Avenue Coffee Company. Okay. Off of 5th and Joplin Avenue. Okay. What time and, is that? Uh, I believe it starts at 5.30. Okay. Uh, networking, community hangout, and then right at 6, I'll be speaking on a little bit more in depth about my story and the Non-Permitted Project story. Cool. You'll hear some more down and dirty. Juicy. From so me. if you want the juiciness. If you want the juicy. Go on Tuesday, right? It's coming Tuesday. Tuesday. Which I guess is that's the 10th, I believe. Yeah, it is the 10th. The 10th. 5.30 p.m., not a.m., so don't freak out, right? <laughs> Quinn's like, I will not be there. If I'm getting up at 5.30, there is a problem, <laughs> and somebody better have their coffee. Uh, 5.30 p.m., Joplin Avenue, coffee company in the back. Yep. It is hosted by the Non-Permit Project, sponsored by EDI and the Joplin Chamber. Wow. Okay. So the Joplin, is the Chamber going to be there, too? Like it's yeah. Uh, member, uh, liaisons will be there. Cool. Um, and anybody can come? Anybody this is open to anybody. It's complete open. Okay. 
Okay. I will shut down the back room just for to, to get things ready, and then I'll open up the doors. And if somebody wants to come in and didn't even know the event was there, they're more than welcome to come in. It's an wow. open okay. event. So just sit at like a big long table or a big open area that um, we can all hear. Sit all you the talk. tables in the back. I'll bring I'll bring a mic. Okay, you'll bring a mic, and we can hear more about his story. Yep. Juicy story, right? Juicy story. Courageous, <laughs> uh, courageous conversations was designed to have person-to-person conversation. Gotcha. It is courageous conversations. We are starting that conversation. So it's being committed to that vulnerability. Correct. Like this is not, you're not going to get just this overall pretty view of things. This is the real, these are the courageous conversations that really, honestly, we all need to be having, right? Absolutely. That are, those are the things that um, help us feel like we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And that is such an important thing for mental health is, you know, I went through a time in my life where I was like, I felt so alone and isolated like i must be the only person going through this and somehow our minds convinced us i'm the only one i'm the only one i'm the only one and and nobody else would understand and i'm just a terrible person so you know like but realizing that even if somebody doesn't have you know which we all have our unique stories so not everyone no one's gonna have the exact same experience but realizing like oh pain is pain pain is pain and, and 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 you know the trauma of child is a childhood is a real thing in different aspects of from different walks of life and to be able to even connect to other people that like yeah i have trauma too or i'm not in, in touch with my parents right now or and like, even the understanding of your parents can give you everything in the world and be as best as they can be and provide the best they can but sometimes your brains are wired different hmm. and they don't hit the exact spots you need good point i mean it's just part of being human yeah and there's nothing wrong with you there's nothing wrong with me and there's nothing wrong with them right so yep. it's it's understanding are just it. different and yes. understanding yep and just going along with you what you said courageous conversations all right what else what's the next thing you're doing um that's one of the things we have on the books then uh we are you have something on 21st i saw that on facebook right 21st 21st oh no you put me on the spot uh, yes the mossy grove the bonfire oh is that something or not just make something up yeah that's more of a uh, private event um tailored for musicians oh, okay and um music connoisseurs in the community oh cool I host those at my my personal address. Okay. At my so we're not going to tell everybody about that. Right. Unless you're an amazing musician, forget about that. <laughs> or, you, or you like listening to musicians, reach out to the Facebook page. Okay. Or if you like listening to musicians, mm-hmm. reach out. So they Facebook page, they just look up Kyle Tracy. What, uh, you can look you? up Kyle Tracy or The Mossy Grove. Okay. Um, it's a Facebook group. Uh, you can also look up... The non-permitted project. It's a Facebook page. Okay. Um, or if you're any of those things can link them to contacting you. Absolutely. And or, there's another one that I just started, or I didn't just start it. I started right about the same time as the non-permitted project. Okay. I never labeled it. I wanted to see how how it would go. Okay. And it's uh, it's called the Four States Musician Network. Oh wow. And, okay. Uh, we just went through and actually gave it a name. Uh, this past couple months cool and so it's officially founded as the four states musician network awesome so musicians in the area if you're looking to get connected to other musicians that sounds like a really good avenue it's designed to help musician to musician Mm. connections Mm. networking um, as well as musician to venue 
Wow, okay. So if you're trying to get into this venue and you've reached out to it a couple times, there's a couple different, there might be a couple different musicians who have a good in there. Yeah. And maybe they're just swamped with bookings and swamped with emails and it's, they're having trouble getting back and maybe a direct message from somebody else can help smooth things along. Gotcha. And you have been in this area of mm -hmm. Missouri, I guess, for your whole life. My so life. you you have a lot of connections. I like to think I do. <laughs> Quinn, is this true? So modest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, if I don't have a connection, I'd know somebody who does. Or you're not afraid to just call somebody. Uh, and, and like I said, I know somebody who does. I'll just call them and say, hey, this is what I need. Hook I know it's up. absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Can you get it for me? Like Venetian plaster. I'm, I was looking for Venetian plaster oh, wow. for the construction project. Okay. It used to be, you used to be able to get it from Home Depot, but nobody stocks it anymore. Wow. Not even online. You can't, can't hardly find it. Oh my gosh. And so I was, yeah. this batch actually had to order from Italy from a Venetian plastic no. company over there. But oh my I, I called one of my contacts and Carthage Hardware on what? the square, they can get it through one of their distributors. <gasps> wow. Mm -hmm. So you're not afraid to just keep looking, you'll dig, you'll find keep the looking, answer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You you'll might figure get it out. super pissed on, along the digging. <laughs> yeah. like, like, well, you can't get it, you can't even order it anymore. <laughs> I just told somebody you could have that. <laughs> Okay, so on a day that somehow you're, I don't even know if this is possible, but miraculously your calendar gets cleared, hmm? what do you do to take care of yourself that day? What is something you do just for you? We go look at the fish on the pond. <gasps> And we play with our chickens. Really, our I love chickens. this. Our, we wait until the evening when they're when they're about ready for bed, and yeah. we go pick them up, and we just walk around with them. <laughs> okay, chicken therapy. Chicken it's a therapy. thing. It, it is actually a thing. I'll bet you it can, is. You can read uh, silky, and sometimes uh, Irish. Um, I'll think of it here in a little bit, but I know silkies, they can be registered as therapy animals. Really? Mm -hmm. My girls have chickens over there and mm -hmm. they're each named. Yes. And they can tell them all apart and they all have different yeah. personalities and they can talk yeah. to you for an hour about each one's personality. And I'm yep. like, wow, mm -hmm. that's in depth for a chicken. Yep. <laughs> but are you guys like that? You like, you know all your chickens Absolutely. and you can tell them all apart and are they all named? They are all named. How many chickens do you have? Uh, we're down to in that group right Is that now. because you were hungry last week and made chicken soup? No. <laughs> we, we think a hawk was very hungry. <gasps> Dang. Yeah. It was one of our favorite. Oh, man. <laughs> it was Hat. Yep. Its name was Hat. Its name was Hat. Because it had a little tuft of hair oh, that looked like a little cool. hat. Oh, what, cool. What breeds do you have? Oh. Do you have a list a lot? Uh, what were they called? Frizzle. Whoa, I've never even heard of that. Oh, it looks like they have a little afros. I have to look great. that up. Frizzle. Their, their hair just goes... <laughs> <laughs> now I want a frizzle chicken. Yes, you do. Absolutely. I need a frizzle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you make it out to the Grove, I, yeah. I invited you to the page. If yes. you make it out to the Grove, I'll show you our chickens. Awesome. See, oh. this is how I get people to actually... Talk. Right. <laughs> We have chickens. We have chickens. We have chickens. Dogs. <laughs> right. We have great Pyrenees that wanders down and always wants to take no horses. <laughs> this is a sore subject, people. I do know this to be true. <laughs> um, and just so everybody knows, I, I'm drinking my coffee today, but Kyle brought his own homemade 
cider. Yep. And he was telling me about how he made it, and I'm just like inspired now, although I don't have all the fruit that he used, so I'm going to have to... Um, if you even just do pear and another thing, you can strip it down as simple as two ingredients. Do you... You, you put all the fruit in the pot, but do you like drink like does the fruit just like get to gushy or you you just scoop you around the fruit no no i'm saying but once <laughs> <laughs> so i'm picturing you oh, thank you i know <laughs> i'm picturing like floating fruit in there you just scoop around it or uh, you can do you can either uh, do you scoop, juice yours scoop around it or if you got like a cheesecloth or like a strainer okay and you squeeze can, it out maybe you can strain it through the the cheesecloth or strainer and get the chunks out. Cool. Uh, we were, we put ours through a cheesecloth. Okay. And so only the only thing that goes in there can only makes it through the cheesecloth. Okay. But you still get the flavor of oh, absolutely. you know because you're you're able to kind of squeeze yeah. that you, juice out. You boil it you, until it turns a, a dark dark. Um, depends on what you use, I guess. Yeah. But you um, once you start smelling it. Then you know you're the, you're, you're, you're almost there. Wow. Then you can let it go for an extra couple hours. It's just kind of like making tea, too. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt it to cook longer and just soaks longer. in the, the goodness. I'm going to try it. And I'm going to try can, it. You can typically, typically get a double batch out of your fruit. So You, you can do it again. Yep. Just take that fruit out and make another pot. Yep. <gasps> so usually I get a full pitcher. Wow. He makes his own cider, guys. This is apples, pears. You said... Plums? I had, a, I had a couple plums, a couple nectarines, a couple peaches. Oh my gosh, this um, is not, this is not a cider. It's like... some... Orange. I had an, put an orange in it and some... I always just thought cider was apples. I didn't realize you could use all these yeah, different fruits. apple cider. Okay, see? <laughs> Help me! <laughs> and then there's just Kyle's cider, yeah. which is all of the amazing fruits yeah. into one. Do you like the cider, Quinn? I haven't tried this one. You haven't tried this batch yet, but... but probably... All right, we're, we're Quinn's testing here because we don't know if we can trust Kyle. He's got a really long beard, so yeah. is he trustworthy? Oh, I've <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. Awesome. Are you lying to me? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> Save face for the camera. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming out, Quinn. Do you want to move Kyle's beard out of the way and say anything on the microphone today? <laughs> Kyle has an amazing beard. Are you going to get me a horse after this? <laughs> There's a spider on there that wants to talk. Hello. There's a spider on Kyle's microphone. That's okay. It can stay. Quinn's only thing he wants to say is, are you going to get me a horse? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I had five years, okay? You got to do, do your time. <laughs> well, no, now you're down to like three, three years. Three, yeah. So I've got three years. <laughs> I made a deal. To, to make something happen. Okay. All right. So so Quinn's got to buckle down a little bit for, yep. for three years and just keep <laughs> holding the chickens. Not me, a procrastinator <laughs> waiting until the end. <laughs> last month of the last year. Hey, I brought you a pony. <laughs> it's a pretty pony. <laughs> And once you know, Kyle called Zella Pony, who was my biggest horse. It was awesome. <laughs> They're all ponies. <laughs> okay, so how can people support you? What can we do? Um, like all projects, monetary is great, but not required. Yeah. Um, our biggest thing is creating partners and 
just the awareness in the community. Um, if you want to be a partner, say you own a business and you want to help spread that awareness, um, you can. Uh, I'm also repping a Joplin EDI here as well. Okay. Um, EDI has a pledge where you can pledge to uphold equity, diversity, inclusion in your business. Wow. And uh, you can That's go incredible. to the Joplin EDI. Uh, under Joplin Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And you can sign that pledge today. You can sign that pledge right now. Wow. In your beard. That's okay. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Just watching it. <laughs> Quinn, you need to monitor the spider in your okay. beard. <laughs> it, it'll go away. Go down there. Um, you can do that. EDI is a great, great thing we got going here in Joplin. Okay. Um, it's. We I, care about the community. Uh, you, all of our uh, EDI. Um, work sessions are I believe I think it's fourth Wednesday of every month I uh, don't don't quote me on it okay um, they can look at it they can I don't know why it. you're looking at me because I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, they're all open okay so you can come in at the toast of the Joplin Chamber of Commerce okay um, you can come in and sit and listen to us ramble about things or if you've got something in the community you want to be brought to attention bring it to us hmm. we're awesome open, we're an open book uh, if you've got a, a small business or you got a business and you want to have that EDI pledge on your website or use it as a hey we're different hmm. this is what we do we truly support everybody awesome come talk to us okay we'll sign that pledge and you can be different. Yeah. For as the non-permitted project, um, on our website, there's a couple different links. You can do donation. You can do just grab a coffee, um, like cool. what we did. Yeah. And uh, essentially, we care more about uh, raising that awareness in yep. the community. Yeah. And between businesses and community members than we do about our monetary gain. Yeah. Um, I personally... Uh, give most of uh, most of the money to the non-permitted projects so that we can have our events. We have some major sponsors awesome. for our major event, the yeah. Back School Bash. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just us pouring into the the project as yeah. a community. Yeah. So people can can help spread this word. Like that's yeah. such an important thing. Tell yeah. your friends. Tell your families. Yeah. Like you we know, don't require money. Money is great. Money makes the world go round. But yes, at money the same time. We care more about our community than we do about the monetary gain. So people can spread the word. They can also look at your website. There's um, um, Kyle has on there. I think it's near the bottom. You can there's different packages you can sponsor. Mm -hmm. Yep. And just supporting this really really important um, organization. And um, so if you can do that, awesome. If you can't at least spread the word tell everybody mm -hmm. you can um, I'm going to be sharing this podcast next week it'll come out on Tuesday mm -hmm. and everyone you can just you know like share this podcast with, with all your friends if you post on your Facebook page it tells that many more people mm -hmm. and that many more people are aware uh, that there's help mm -hmm. and there is connection and there are people um, that are there for you that you're not alone right mm -hmm. you know Absolutely. And, and there's resources also it's not just hey we love you we're here for you it's like no we actually have real resources yeah. I think to really we have help over you. three 300 resources in the bank right now. Wow. And they're growing every day. It's incredible. And if Kyle doesn't have the resource, he will find it. I That's will what find I'm getting. It. I will find it for you. <laughs> it will be his mission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've really enjoyed this conversation. What If you could 
just like wrap everything up, what would you say that your message would be that you would want to tell people more than anything else? What would you personally want to share? What would be your message? We are here to bridge the gap in the community mm. because we believe and we want you here. That's it. Awesome. We want you. You belong. Exactly. Incredible. Awesome. Really fun. Zell finally gave us a little bit of space. <laughs> I think Zell wanted to take Quinn and Kyle home with her. She was just, <laughs> these are my people. Right? It's the beard. It is. <laughs> I think it's a cider. I don't know. I think she, she really liked Quinn too. Quinn doesn't have a beard, so yeah. I don't know what she's. It's the rosemary. I was going to say, maybe. <laughs> Might be the black hair though. <laughs> Quinn's got cool black hair, so. You know, the combination of the two. Right. right. <laughs> thank you guys for coming. Well, this has been you. really fun. And um, yeah, everybody check out. I will I will link on the show notes um, all of the different ways that you can reach out and learn about the non-permitted project. You can go next week, Tuesday at 5.30 p.m., Joplin Avenue, and get to hear more and meet Kyle and Quinn in person. They're an awesome duo and uh, really fun to be around and talk with. So, and maybe one day we'll, you know, talk Kyle into making cider for all of us. Okay. Maybe. That, that's it. <laughs> can't tell you my secrets. Uh, no, no, but that's why you make it for us, right? Mm. So then you can keep your secret recipe and we can all enjoy your delicious But then you'll drink. ask me about my secret recipe. Yeah, I know I did, <laughs> but I know it's not going to turn out like yours. <laughs> you didn't even, I, I didn't even know to add water. Okay. So mine would have been <laughs> these burnt apples at the bottom. Like what the hell is she doing? <laughs> add water. Awesome. Okay. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, thanks for coming and make sure to go check out the non-permitted project. Peace out. Psst. Did you think that this episode was cool? Because I did. I think you should just share it with one friend. Thank you so much. Bye. If I wrote it in a song, would you believe in more? If I busted out the lock, would you open the door? If I dare to speak my truth, would you still value me? If I reach my hand to you, would you reach yours back to me? Darling, there's no reason why you should have to hide. Step out into the open air and claim your freedom waiting there.